0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, Word of God, reveal more of yourself to us through your presence in the Bible. Led by the Holy Spirit, guide our time of reflection. May it increase our desire for you in the Scripture and in the sacrament. Amen. Our first reading this weekend gives us the call of the prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah's call is going to differ from other prophets in two ways. First, most prophets are called by God at some point during their life. But here, we see that Jeremiah is called before he was even born. Before you were born, I dedicated you. And this word dedicated more literally means consecrated or sanctified, which makes sense since Jeremiah was of a priestly family. The second way that Jeremiah's call differs from other prophets is that he's being sent as a prophet not just to Israel, but to the nations as well. And we see that beginning with chapter 46 in the book. Jeremiah's call as a whole is a bit like an overture. Like when you go to see a play and before the curtain rises, the orchestra plays a song that has a bit of the music that's to come in the performance. Here we have an overture of Jeremiah's life as a prophet. He's going to face opposition from all sides against Judah's kings and princes, against its priests and people. They will fight against you, but not prevail over you, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. have one of the most famous pieces of literature in the entire Bible for our second reading. It's the love hymn of 1 Corinthians, and it's a staple at many weddings. It's all in the context of what we've been hearing for the past two weekends for the second reading. The Corinthians are esteeming some gifts of the Spirit over others, and Paul is providing some correction. Here, Paul is going to demonstrate that love is not just a higher gift or a better gift, but rather, love is the way by which all of the gifts receive value but I shall show you a still more excellent way, he says. Remember that the Corinthians were prizing the gift of tongues as the greatest gift. And so you'll notice that Paul mentions the gift of tongues as the very first one in the list. He does not have love. He becomes a resounding gong or a clashing cymbal. Later on, Paul uses two metaphors, the first about a child growing up, and the second about a mirror. Funny enough, Corinth was actually known for its mirrors back then, sort of like how Florida is known today for its oranges. Yet mirrors at the time of Paul weren't made of glass like we know them today. They were made of polished metal, such as tin or copper. They were usually concave or convex, meaning that they distorted the object a bit, like a funhouse mirror. It's why Paul says that at present we see indistinctly, as in a mirror. In our mirrors today, you can see quite clearly but the mirrors of Paul's day were another story entirely. Jesus is ruffling some feathers in the gospel this weekend. He's going to show the people of Nazareth that God's blessings apply not just to the Jews, but to everyone, Gentiles included. This is, of course, a major theme of Luke's gospel, and Jesus takes two examples from Scripture to demonstrate this. He speaks first of Elijah, who visited a non-Jewish widow during a time of famine, and then speaks of Elijah, who brings about the miraculous cleansing of a non-Jewish Syrian man. The crowd reacts violently. We're told they were all filled with fury and desire to hurl Jesus down headlong. You see, the book of Deuteronomy says that a false prophet deserves to die. And so the people judge Jesus to be a false prophet and attempt to carry out what was called a rebel's beating. It was administered by people in the moment, without a trial, when someone did something so flagrant and offensive that it warranted immediate attention. It seems that they first wanted to throw Jesus down a hill, and then from up above they would have thrown stones at him. Jesus escapes, however. The passage ends by telling us that Jesus passed through the midst of them and went away. So that's it. That's your Sunday setup for this fourth Sunday in ordinary time in year C. May this knowledge of the story behind the Scripture allow you to encounter Jesus Christ in a new way this weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.